Praise God. Welcome to the Word Podcast. My name is Mercy. I will be reading a verse from Joel chapter 2 from verse 25 until 28 and then afterwards I will give what my take from it is. Uh, Let's join me in this journey of discovering what's written in the Bible. I hope you will be blessed. New episodes to be uploaded every week. Available in all podcast stations. I hope you'll be blessed. Joel chapter 2 from verse 25 says, And I will restore to you the ears that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust and the consuming locust, and the cutting locust, my great army which I sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God and no one else, and my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. That's the word for today. So Joel is a book in the Old Testament, and when it's, it only has three chapters. So when it starts uh, in chapter 1, it says, this is the word of God that came to Joel, the son of um, Pethuel. So the whole of the three chapters of Joel is the word of God that came to Joel. Like in the olden days, most people would say, in, in the New Testament, they say, I had a voice behind me. Like in Revelation, it says by saying John, John had a voice behind him. But in the Old Testament, many times, even in Ezekiel, Jeremiah, now here in Joel, it says, you read Joel chapter 1 verse 1, it says, the word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Bethuel. So this is the writing that now Joel writes concerning the word of God that he had and he was instructed that whatever he has had now this is the word of the Lord that he should tell his children and that the children should tell their children throughout the generation now throughout the book of uh, Joel in chapter 1 it's mostly about uh, a distraction that had happened I think it's in Jerusalem so the everything was just desolate like the, the cows were dying the, like the locusts had come to eat the crop and even the little, the little that had remained other locusts came to it so there was literally nothing to there was no food, there was no water there was no even seed to be planted, there was no even food for the cattle, that's, that's the background of Joel, that's now the Joel chapter 1 uh, people are not giving offering there's nothing even to give offering to God for and then there's, there's a funny there's an interesting um, thing that I noticed it says in chapter, Joel chapter 1 verse 5 it says awake you drunkards and weep and howl all you drinkers of wine 
because of the new wine for it is cut off from your mouth as a person who after reading the bible not every part of the bible but the most parts that i've read in the bible every time you see the new wine it's like the presence of god there like in the new testament we would call it the holy spirit now in Joel chapter 1 it says the new wine had been cut off from that generation which means the presence of God was not even with them anymore. So in chapter 1 and uh, some parts of chapter 2 they're told to to weep and lament and, and to cry you know to um, to cry to God because of the desolation of the land and everything in Meharibika. So and there was there was, so there was no food, there was no rain, hardly the heat. The scorch of the heat was burning up no trees and the grass. So people are being to, told everyone should go and cry unto God, like blow your trumpet, just cry unto God and fast. Because not everything, you know, when there's no water, there's no food, the kettles are dying, the, the, link, the heat from the land is burning off the plants now the, the new wine has been cut off from them which means the Holy Spirit was not present and then it is uh, in chapter 2 before we get to verse 25 there's a, a bit of prophecy linked to what is written in Revelation uh, when it says about the, you know in Revelation there's that place where it says they are horsemen of um, death and plagues now it, it also makes reference to that and it talks about how people are going to be acting strange you know that i think it's like a prophecy of that what is written in revelation let me try and stick to this to the to the topic let me not go into prophecy so in joel chapter one and two it is mostly like it, it paints a picture of a land where there was nothing to rejoice over. Yes, in the, if you relate it to our present life, there are moments in time where if you look at your life, it seems like you're in a desolate situation. There's nothing to be happy about. Everything that could go wrong is going wrong in every area of your life. That That is the same depiction of what's written here. So the, the answer that they were told, understand Joel starts by saying the word of the Lord that came to Joel the son of Bethuel so what I take it is that when my life me as mercy gets to a place where I see it's just distraction everywhere mental health distraction financial health like you know spiritual health where, where you feel like in the new one is cut off from you when you feel like as if God is far from you like you can't see God anywhere like you know we all know those seasons in our life where we feel like any there's nothing going on well apart from us breathing so the solution from the word of god these people were told to blow their trumpets in zion i think blowing a trumpet me what i would do because you know we don't know that in this modern age people don't blow their trumpets it's you sing praise to god you know when you when you feel like you're in a desolate situation there's nothing going right blow your trumpet praise god you understand you praise god even if you're in that situation then in if you go to uh joel chapter 2 
uh, verses 12 it says therefore also now says the lord but this is after it has already like Pamisha explain how much destruction is there in that land now god says in uh, joel chapter 2 verse 12 therefore also now says the lord turn you even to me with all your heart and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning so that's a solution to us that when we get to a place of destruction where there is no hope instead of just drinking you know because in verse one it says that people who just drank instead of giving up and just drinking and like saying it shall happen there's nothing there's no hope for the future no hope for the past and the present what you should do verse 12 says therefore now says the lord turn you even unto me with all your heart so we should turn to god like i said blow your trumpets like praise god like don't now look at the situation that you're in don't look at the dissolution in your life even if you feel like the presence of god is not there you just praise god turn to him within your heart you know it's it's a hard thing there are moments where your action can't even turn to god turn to god with your heart with fasting with weeping and with mourning and tear your hearts and not your garment this is very important most people try and you know you're going through a hard time you start crying to god tearing your clothes wearing sad clothes which is not wrong but god says tear your hearts you know god loves a broken spirit god loves a broken heart he uses broken vessels you understand so turn to god with your heart cry tear your heart not your garments turn unto the lord your god for his gracious and merciful slow to anger and great kindness and relents from sending calamities so when you turn to god during your hard time with weeping mourning and fasting even fasting is something that i'm learning has a lot of power because even jesus when he was on earth as the son of god in human flesh he said there there are some things we cannot overcome unless we fast so these people were told to weep turn their hearts to god cry and fast and then it, it says in verse 14 who who knows if he will return and have pity and leave a blessing of a grain offering and a drink offering unto the lord your god blow the trumpet in zion sanctify a fast call a solemn assembly so the, the instruction of this people were given so that their land would be healed is that they were told to call a solemn assembly like meet together as a like believers either if it's in your church group or just amongst your family as an assembly where two or three are gathered in his name you know and and they were saying they were told that maybe god would have pity on the land if they remembered god and went back to him and so they did that they fasted they cried they called an assembly people prayed they turned their hearts to get to god they all fasted as a community and then in verse no joel chapter 2 verses 25 now the lord answers after he saw that people cried to him which means even me in my hardest time if i take my time and i fast but if i can whenever i can like a sacrifice of a fast when i praise god even you when you're going through a hard time you need to remember go in call an assembly you of course it's hard to call an assembly but you can go to church even when you do not feel like it in when you're alone in your house cry to god fast without even anyone knowing you're fasting you know blow your trumpet sing praises to god even when you cannot sing 
Now just you because of technology just put a worship song and sit there and be silent and god will answer you like he answered them in verse 25 and 28 he answers and tells them all those ears that the swarming locusts all t- those types of locusts had eaten he would restore those ears he didn't say now i'll give you kidogo he said he would restore everything that was taken and again so this is the this is the hope we have in him this is the hope i have in god that when things like get to rock bottom in my life instead of taking pills and dying like most people are imagine because you don't know any better don't take pills and die because you feel like there's distraction in your life there's no hope in any area of your life once you turn to god god always hears a broken heart not a broken spirit don't wishy yourself you encourage yourself in god just sit in a room and listen to praises these people their land yani had become desolated they had been compared to the destruction that is written in revelation but when they fasted and they call upon god god restored them to them the years that the locusts had eaten you remember when i told you locusts had eaten everything there was no even even a dry a dry thing that you can eat god restored unto them the years and it says and you shall verse 26 says and you shall have plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the lord your god you see when god blesses you with what you're seeking for after a hard time that maybe you're going through remember to praise the name of the lord your god who has dealt wondrously with you you understand because even god told them that they were going to praise the name of god because he was sure they would praise god because they had like, that turned their hearts to him so even you when you go through destruction and god blesses comes back to bless you remember with the same voice that you used to praise him to cry to him and tell him bono miniacha and he has answered you remember to come back and praise god for the answers that he has given you in your life and then in verse 27 it says you shall know i'm in the midst of israel and that i am the lord your god and no one else and my people shall never be ashamed i always like i i believe this so much for my family i believe this over over my life after i read after there's a pastor who who spoke about this first monday in church mother it it hit me so hard that this is a promise that god has left unto us you know and joel says the the children of that generation were to tell the as in the this message was to be sent to their children and children and children any it was supposed to kutufikia and so is god promises that his children shall never be put to shame and because we are his children we hold that word we we have hope in that word that we're never going to be ashamed most times when you go through things in life at the end of it all in the beginning you may think oh this is so shameful but at the end of it all when you look back you realize you were never put to shame because god never puts you to shame and verse 28 you remember i told you in verse 1 it said it had said that uh, the new wine had been cut off from them now 20 verse 28 of chapter 2 god 
tells them I will and it shall come to pass after that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall see dreams and your young men shall see visions I feel like we're a manifestation of that verse because in the Old Testament women are not even allowed to speak but then again here you see the word of God promising that he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh that daughters and sons it's often in the Bible they just say my sons my children but now God specifies here and says your sons and daughters shall prophesy so when you see uh, chicks like me uh, speaking of the word of God, it is not it is not a taboo because in Joel chapter twenty two verses twenty eight it says he would pour out his spirit in any to all flesh because of what the fathers of that generation did and fasted. So my encouragement to you is when you go through a hard time in life, which we all go through, a season of desperation, of losing hope in life, just remember that God had said his children shall never be put to shame and because you and i are his children you go like go to your room you know god says he answers what we pray in uh, in private we should, when we pray we should even go to the room and close our door and just not because we are ashamed but because you know, you be sure that you're just talking to god not saying big words to impress other people so when you go through hard times in life find time for yourself go to the washroom go to the bedroom you know lock yourself in your house tear your heart to god you know god says cry to him tear your heart and he will hear you and he promises that his children shall never be put to shame so as i hope you have been encouraged and i I pray i thank god that he gave us this promise that we're never going to be put to shame even our children and the, like the generations to come after us that because he left this verse for us that we're never going to be put to shame we, we are here to thank him and we thank him that he will restore unto us anytime that we feel like everything to likwanganayo may like our mental strength we thank God that because of this verse he said he will restore unto us the years that the locusts had eaten in any kind of way any kind of locusts whether it is financial we thank him when you go through a hard time remember just tell God no 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 me I'm not going to dwell in sadness me I'm just going to because you left this word for us Start thanking him that he's restoring unto you peace. Start thanking him that he's restoring unto you financial health. That he's restoring unto you the any the fear of God back to your children if it is that that is meeting, missing from your life. So I hope you will take time to read Joel chapter two from verse twenty-five to twenty-eight and take that as a promise that God gave us something to hope for. We understand that no matter what distraction can come to our land, to our personal lives, so many families are struggling, so many single moms are struggling, so many fathers in in uh, marriages and even in singlehood are struggling because you feel like no one is understanding you. There's no provision coming forth. What are you supposed to do? Don't just drink that. Cry unto God. Go to him and tell him, you said I'm never going to be put to shame. 
you know and god will hear just like this people said ah let's go to god and he'll probably leave at a kama it's like a green or a little bit of wine for us but god instead of giving them a bit of green god restored unto them the same years so this is i hope i have encouraged you that no matter what you go through in life cry unto god and he will hear and he answers and he has left so many promises for us just speak that over your life have faith in it and may the god who pours out his spirit among all flesh pour it onto our children and to their friends and to their children children and we thank him that you're never going to be ashamed we thank him that he has said i am the lord your god and no one else and my people shall never be ashamed and we thank him for that may you be blessed have a wonderful day